Blog Talk Radio. Brought to you by the 
Urban Coalition Freelance Writers, where we shine the light on issues impacting the urban community. This is episode 89. We're just going to jump on here tonight and do a quick little episode this week. Uh, we have a few things we're going to talk about. We're going to go straight to the line. And I believe we have, um, is this Michael online? Yes. Hey, so what's going on with you this evening? Uh mowed some grass and uh just getting everything settled in for the night. All right. Well I tell you it's been a long week for me, yes. Really been a long, busy work week. So I'm looking forward to the weekend, looking to relax mm-hmm. and unwind. So I'm I'm telling you so. But yeah, this month is definitely winding down really quick, you know, before it's gonna be labor day. So yeah, this is this summer's kinda of flew by, so but yeah, I mean so so you have any plans for the weekend or anything going on with you? Yeah, there's a little festival thing here in my town this weekend. I'm gonna check in on and see how that is and uh meet up with a friend of mine and visit with him and try and have a good weekend. Yeah, I know uh, this weekend, I think this is the last weekend of the Indiana State Fair. There's a lot going on in the city, especially the uh, State Fair. I think like they had the Anthony Hamilton concert, and I forgot all about that. So, yeah, so I guess they're, they're really going to have a lot of uh, uh, good music there this year, a lot of um, celebrities coming through. And I know Sunday marks the um, – the 20th anniversary of the annual gospel um, explosion. So I know you're going to have some time, uh, big name artists coming through. I know Karen Clark Shears is coming through. So you never know. I go and see if I can run into somebody, interview somebody, get something to bring back to you guys next week. So I'm, I'm excited about that. A lot going on in the city this weekend. So plenty to do. So going out there. And try to enjoy the rest of the summer because before you know it, fall will be here. And the temperature has been kind of dropping a little bit, too. And uh, been getting a lot of rain, too. So I yeah, guess there's something. Uh-huh. You know, typical, typical Indiana fashion, it seems like we had a scorcher there for about two weeks and my grass was turning brown. And now all of a sudden, the temp, you know, we got like two inches of rain over the last few days here. And now it's cooled off. It's like, man, this is just typical Indiana weather. It can't make the hell up mind what it's going to do. Yeah, and August is typically the dry month of the of the summer. But I mean, with like you said, the past couple of days, I think for all the dry weather we've had this month, I think that's made up for it. Um, we're going to go straight to the line. We have, I believe, C Johnson. Yes, it is. C, is this you? Yes, it is. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I was just telling everybody I'm looking forward to the weekend. There's a lot to do and a lot to see. And you you know, especially with this last weekend of the fair, there's going to be plenty to do and plenty to see on Sunday. We know that. Yes. <laughs> And the only animals aren't going to be in the stables, but I'm just going to leave that alone. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord, that's true. 
Girl, I'm going to tell you, there is so much we got to talk about tonight because I really want to talk about a couple things like um, that's been going on, especially we're going to talk about the church tonight. We're going to definitely get into that because, Michael, you know, and see, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if you guys seen that picture I put on Facebook of Bishop Betty Long, have y'all seen that? Uh, I just saw that. Yes, that was I horrible. Did. <laughs> I, and I'm just going to be real with y'all We're we just going to jump right into this uh, Because I got a story Because I, I, I'm really concerned I'm not going to even make fun of this or Because I'm really concerned I mean mm-hmm. That does not look right That I mean to me I know people can um, Lose weight I know that people can sometimes have dress But most people that lose weight In a healthy way It's not that drastic and right. when you lose weight, you just don't look like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm oh. just really, and I'm trying to pull up now, his head. Given <laughs> his age, given his age frame, I would tend to say there's, you know, possibility of a cardiac issue. Sometimes that happens, you know, have heart problems, maybe he's had a heart bypass, or maybe he's had some medical trouble, and all of a sudden, you know, you drop a lot of weight with, Lifestyle changes, <laughs> but then again, mm. you know. Well, <laughs> well my character. I'm gonna tell you, he said. Well, he said that he's on a vegan diet, but I'm sorry, there's no vegan diet or anybody that I know where you, you're gonna go from that big of a, a drastic change over that short period of time. It just does not exactly. sit well. Look, and I'm telling you, the pictures that we used to see about him, he had some like you know what looked like some decent muscle tone in his arms and yeah. whatnot. Now his arms look real mm-hmm. flabby, and so it's not just and, a weight loss; he, it's also a loss of muscle. And also, he said mm-hmm. that I'm looking and feeling better and younger than I have in years. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to read this story from Huffington Post um, because there was an article written written about this situation and it's entitled mm-hmm. Bishop Eddie Long on weight loss. I stopped eating from a slave menu. Honey mm. biscuits and spicy chicken wings were his weakness. According to the <laughs> Georgia pastor, please, I'm y'all please don't laugh. Cause I, I'm, I'm trying to okay. get to this article and I'm trying <laughs> and I'm trying to okay. be serious, but it, <laughs> okay. I mean, but just, but if the spirit moves you to laugh, I can't show that. I mean, no, if you gotta laugh, laugh. But I'm I'm trying to be serious about this story because you know Bishop Eddie Long, and we just mm-hmm. keep it 100 on this show because to me, you know, he, he just has a long history of foolishness, and, and I'm yeah. wondering, you know, is if this is some foolishness too? Is this resulting for some, from some foolishness? But we're going to read this story, and, and, and we're going to go in, because I know there's plenty to be said after we read this. All right. Once again, this is coming from the Hubson. Bishop Long has opted out of eating honey biscuits and Popeye's chicken wings, quote, wings, W-A-N-G-S. That's what he said for a plainer look. The Georgia-based pastor unveiled his new physique via a video clip posted on his Facebook page August 12th. So this was just taken. A picture that I posted on Facebook 
this was just taken on August the 12th. And when I do the um, the video for this, because we're going gonna to do an excerpt from the show. I'm going to put this on Facebook. I'm going to put the, the picture up so y'all know what I'm talking about. The side-by-side picture up. Mm-hmm. Um, he summed up the noticeable lifestyle change by simply saying in the clip, quote, people are, people are asking, Bishop, what happened to all of you? Well, part of me has melted away. And he ain't lying. Mm-hmm. The article goes on to say, um, after receiving the influx of phone calls from members of his congregation questioning his new appearance, Stone declared in the video that he's going to go live to live a long life, not by eating food from the slave menu often offered at fast food chains. He he said, I said to my congregation that I'm going to live to be 100 years old, maybe add a few more years. But you know what? I wasn't going to get there by stopping by Popeye's. That was my week. The biscuits with honey, chicken, wings, spicy, and all that, he said. Many of us are still eating from a slave menu. You need to check that out. Uh, Bishop Long also added that he's currently on a zero medication diet, and, and it consists of total But despite his new revamped diet, he wants everyone to know that he's on a spiritual medication. Quote, I'm on medicine that God can only give you to feed your immune system, build you up. You know what? If you really want to move through this world and have influence, you got to be spiritual and have to walk by his commandments, and you have to be healthy, he said. Okay, I lost this article. Okay, I'm I'm really done with this article because like this is some darn foolish. You know what I'm saying? And to me, mm-hmm. you obviously have a problem. And I'm not saying what it is because I don't want to speculate and say what it is and what it's not. But you do not look healthy. You do not look right. And Mr. Bishop Eddie Long, you are sending out the wrong message to people if they. If something is wrong with you, you need to be honest and real, and you need to get on medication, and you need to uh, be real with the people. If you don't be real with the people, you need to be real with yourself, because in the past, you ain't been real. You've been lying to the congregation. You've been lying to the people, and you've been taking their money. You've been condemning people here, and you've been doing the same stuff you've been condemning people Now, see, you need, for once in your life, you need to be real authentic if you call yourself a man of God and you need to be upfront and honest with the people and say, Hey, you know, even if you don't want to talk about your business, don't try to line that everything is okay and it's not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you think about this situation, see? Because I know you got something to say, and Michael, I know you got something to say too. Mm-hmm. First of all, he is um to me is perpetrating fraud because of the simple fact that, you know, if if a person is going to make an honest lifestyle change, you know, whether it be health or whatever the case may be, then they're going to do it right. Now, um, 
Now, if he wants to walk around looking like a skint bird, then he can do that. But but it's awful that I'm sorry, but it's awful that he is trying to promote health in a negative way. Now, what, now he's not going to sit up here and say that chicken wings and biscuits is the only thing that he let go and he made a drastic change just by that. No, there there are other contributing factors that made him look as horrible as he is looking now. And, you know, and quite frankly, I am really sick and tired of him promoting all type of negative aspects. Every time something, every time he is in the news or online or whatever the case may be, there's something negative about this man. And for him to think that he has made a a positive change in his life, then he needs to really understand and really read the definition of of what positive means. Because really he, he, he is a negative influence. He is a negative influence. You know, and and until he truly, truly is delivered, everything that he speaks, everything that is seen about him is going to always be negative, always. And he ought to be ashamed of himself. Mm -hmm. And and like I said, you know, I don't understand, and and I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not trying to judge or condemn, but I don't understand Mm -hmm. how these people in this church can still take him serious at that scandal that went down. And my thing mm-hmm. is, is, like, how dare you? How dare you condemn people and you doing the same thing? How dare That's you? That's right. And I'm going to get on uh, Creflo Dollar because he ain't right either. You're going to get mm-hmm. mad because they decided not to sit under that foolishness, and they some of them went over to his church, and he told them, I don't want you here. Go back. Mm. Mm. So mm. you gonna tell me to go sit under some foolishness because that's your friend? Yeah, my thing mm. is you gonna take up for somebody that's doing that. I don't care if they your friend. You know what I'm saying? You don't condemn people. Right. You don't get on people because they don't want to be a part of that. They should not have to be a part of that. And you know, that's for right. him, I just you know all these all this stuff in recent months and and you know the past couple of years with him. Um, with money from taking money from his congregation to finance a sixty-five million dollar jet, I just I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all these Atlanta pastors, I think they in cahoots with each other. I think it's an underground mm-hmm. community of freaks down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I'm just and I ain't trying to be funny, but I just feel that there's some shady stuff going on. And I'm just gonna tell yeah. you tell. Long. I, don't, I don't know if he's going to hear this, but I'm taking the videos we did in the past got over 100,000 um, views, so I know somebody heard that. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. this because, and, and I'm just telling you this, we need to pray for this brother, and if there's something wrong with him, he needs to get real with himself, and he needs to go go to the doctor, get himself on medication. I'm not saying what it is. He needs mm-hmm. to be an example. He needs to get himself right. He needs to go and get get on some medication or whatever he needs to do if there's something going on in his body and quit lying to the people. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, what do you have to say about this situation? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> see, God love you. You are cracking me up. <laughs> Uh, 
okay, he says he's the perfect health and, you know, he's not on any medication other than spiritual medication and, you know, he's going to live to be 100 and then some. Mm-hmm. I heard him when he lied a few years ago, too. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I heard you lie well, before. It doesn't sound any different to me. <laughs> well, honey, you, got to, like you were talking about slaves and slave men. You, you got these people with this slave mindset sitting up in your church, your church. Mm-hmm. And Hello. they still, they still, they got a slave mindset, so you talking about giving up slave food? Well, they ain't giving up that slave mindset either. You ain't talking about that, though. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of an issue with his uh, classification of his diet being a slave diet, but oh well. I guess he's going to say what he's going to say, but uh, right. And you know, so, so I guess really? <laughs> I guess if you like chicken wings. I guess if you like chicken wings and you like biscuits, then that means you play. Kind of but the way I'm a, taking it, what he says. But but you you hmm. was a slave to them. Never mind, I ain't gonna say that. You was a slave um, to them young boys. I was gonna say hell. He looked healthier when he was crawling all over them boys. <laughs> mhm. But you but see you hmm. wanna go in? And I'm gonna tell you. Um, talking to Brittany earlier, she said she heard the interview on. I don't know if the interview, but they were talking about it on time during the morning show. They said something's not right. They, mm-hmm. they really said that. I said well, because you're not going to eat some raw vegetables and some fruit going to make you look like that. That's right. right. Somebody, whoever tells you that, that you look good, they need to have they, they need to have they behind me. Because last time I remember seeing pictures mm-hmm. about him, uh, back when the scandal broke loose a couple years ago, the pictures about him, you know, he was in the church, which I thought was kind of tacky, in like cut off yeah. t shirts or sleeveless t shirts and he's yeah, walking around that, there. That, that red yeah, that red muscle yeah. with that yeah. um and he had, you know Yeah, he had that uh, red muscle shirt on and he had that toupee sitting on top of his head. That sewing. Or what yeah, that yeah. was on top of his head. And I was sitting here looking at it back then going, Okay, he's got that muscle shirt on what, trying to show his arms off. I mean he had some muscle tone on his arms. It was obvious that he worked out. I mean, yeah. he had a little bit of, you could see he had a little bit of body fat on him, but his arms had definition to him and had tone. The picture I see. That's what I'm saying. That something's not right, Michael, because yeah. he was, something's you not You know right. those turkey wings that you get at the store that's been smoked and dehydrated? <laughs> Michael, How please don't they look oh. like they look flabby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say this real quick. Either he done had a gastric bypass surgery that done went wrong and he got sick from it, or he is just sick completely, or he got something or whatever yeah, because honey, yeah, I mean, he needs he gonna, needs to get some medication. He needs to get on somebody's right. treatment. Right. Absolutely, absolutely, and but, I but can't get over him talking this. about some slave menu. Well, let me ask you this, y'all. I don't know. I still need to research. Do, do you know if he, if his wife divorced him? I don't know. After that scandal, because I'm gonna tell you this, and I think she did leave him alone. Because I'm telling you this now. I don't care what, mm-hmm. you, what your belief is in divorce or not. Ain't no way I'm gonna be still laying up with somebody. And they they was sleeping and engaging them with all this stuff with you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm right. sorry it's not going down. 
Exactly. So I want to know if he's still married, and I want to know whoever he's with. They not mm-hmm. asking any questions. Hmm. Right. Because I I need to know hmm. because that cause my thing is my I'm concerned about him at this point because. Who are these people, like, and the people in the congregation, they not even falling for this foolishness because the article said people been asking, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Do we know how old this guy is? Um, Bishop Eddie Long is about 61, 62. Oh, wow. So Dang. when the scandal then broke loose a couple of years ago, he was in his late 50s, mid to late 50s then. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just wow. wanted to bring that up. I I just seen that today, and you know I was talking to my friend Brittany. I she, she would tell me about it. I was like, mm-hmm. You know, she said, "Well, mm. she said, well, Seneca, something don't look right." Now I, I thought, well, maybe you know, just lost him away. I was like, you know, I, I I didn't. She said, "No, you need to go look at these pictures." And they had the picture with with him a couple years ago, and then the side by side. And I said, and his head looked like it's disproportionate. Like it don't look like it goes with his body. No, I don't know, y'all. It's scary. I know, and you know there ain't no Photoshop mess. You know it's not. Well, you know it ain't because he put that out there. He said he looked good, and he thought that he looked like his baby. Mm. He's looking for a new mm. first lady. So, see, I. Well, he ain't going to get I'm one looking like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you ain't but he's no not. Lady. You ain't getting no first lady, no first gentleman, or nothing else. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to go back to some chicken wings. Okay, and he need to go back and go to Popeye's, and he need to, he need to get him. Uh, he need to go to Indiana State Fair and get him a one of them smoked turkey legs. He, forget a chicken one. You need to get a whole turkey leg. You need to get a full okay. You need to get one of them old sweet lemonades. You you need you need to you need to go on and pound them pounds back on. I'm telling you, that's not that's what right. it is. That's right. I'm just saying this is this is a wake up call. This is a come to Jesus meeting tonight because you need to get with. You t- you want to talk about Jesus is on the main line? Well, you need to get in touch with Jesus. You need to get on that main line right now because I think he got some things that he want to tell you. Maybe he mm-hmm. lost his cell phone number, <laughs> or <laughs> somebody didn't pay that bill because that line. Was yeah, okay. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go in on this. But you know, every time we talk about him, we're just gonna let it. We're gonna just let you have it, like this, because this mm-hmm. is some foolishness. This is what I'm talking about: foolishness in the church. That's right. And, yes. Yes. And, and while we're on, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip to the to another topic real quick, because mm-hmm. I know I don't know if you seen the video, Michael, but you do you remember we were talking about. Um, was this, this was about a couple years ago? We talked about this guy named Andrew Caldwell. Mm. Andrew, what? Caldwell is talking about he 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 delivered from homosexuality. Oh yes, yes, okay. Honey, yeah, 
remember he, that. He be on, yeah, he be on on Facebook live like two, three times a week, just making a mockery out of that. And he was why people always making him liar. He acts like he has security, but you know that's all well and good because you know I was to the point to where you want to sit there. If you want to make a fool by your make a fool of yourself by yourself, that's fine. But my issue is, and I'm trying to I'm talking to you guys. I'm trying to call in live at um six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. Um, once again six four six nine one five eighty two hundred. Because I need to know. Think about these uh, topics we talk about, today. but this is my thing. It was all well and good, but now when you started going, did you see the video when he went to the homeless shelter and um, was was harassing them people and talking down to them people and touching on them people, passing out that nasty mm-hmm. butt cap? See, did you see that scene? Yes, it was horrible. Yes, I did. Yeah, he he done got big. Like he done gained so much weight. Like he mm-hmm. he had them pants pulled all the way up to his stomach, and he had lady yes. bands uh shirt on and a hat mm-hmm. like you trying to like you trying to go to that to the to the homeless shelter and bring mm-hmm. up the fact that you have something and these people don't and you front mm-hmm. room. Yeah, because if you look yeah, at this absolutely. guy's past. He is a scam artist. He has been indicted mm-hmm. uh, for insurance fraud, and he's been causing a lot of scandals in the community. But now you want to get on YouTube, and you want to get on Facebook, and you want to go to the homeless shelter and try to make yourself look all high and mighty because you ha- mm-hmm. handing out a couple of Sonic burgers. And you, <laughs> from what I heard, that's he walked there, so he probably stole them burgers. And brought him, mm-hmm. brought him with him, and you went by KFC and got that nasty, excuse my language, that nasty ass chicken that you know you don't want to eat. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And you gonna hand it to them people? You gonna go out for people talking about? Yeah, I seen some of y'all on the block, and I know some of y'all liars because I, I I used to be a liar. I done seen some of y'all. So what? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I know why he's doing this. <laughs> It makes it makes sense because he figured if he goes to a homeless shelter, there may be the only people that hasn't heard about him that might actually listen to him and might actually think he's got something to say. Let me mm. tell you something, Mike. You go on his live videos. Most people get on there just for the comments. Most people get on there to talk about him because he is really making a mockery out of religion, and he wants mm-hmm. to act like he's so classy. But he's really trashy. Like, he, 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 I don't know if he, the boy is kind of slow. He has a speed problem or something. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't like someone that gets on, gets on the Internet and tries to make a mockery out of God and his people. Because mm-hmm. at first, you know, I had a problem with him making a mockery out of God. But when you when you trying to take innocent people that just want a meal, and you're gonna sit there and exploit them people because you know they want a free meal just to make yourself look good, he mm-hmm. lies. Like, 
oh, you know, I'm going to go down here to this um, to this homeless shelter. We're going to have the news media here and everything. I said the only news media this fool had was a door camera phone and somebody recording him on Facebook Live. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. I, he needs to be ashamed of himself. I said, you sitting up here... You want to condemn? How you gonna call yourself delivered, quote unquote delivered from homosexuality, and you switching and swaying and you and, and everything else, and you 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 got all the mannerisms. You, mm-hmm. you, I, I just don't understand that. You talking about I haven't been with a man for two or three? Years. I said you probably haven't been with a man for two or three years because nobody wants you. Mm-hmm. And right. any any woman, you know, any self respecting woman wouldn't take you serious either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You sitting up there got bigger titties and 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 a, and a bigger ass than most women. Who want that? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you, but See, you, but, but my you, thing but is this right here. Mm-hmm. If now, if if a person is a certain way, that that is their prerogative. Now, if now if you are, you know, wanting to be homosexual, then fine. You you know what I mean? You know, like if if that is what you want to be, then that's fine. You live up to it and you own it, but don't be ashamed of who you are. And I feel like he is at the point where he he is truly ashamed of who he is. So now he's trying to change who he is by exploiting all these people. But he can't do that because he has already um, you know, like he, he he is already seen as this terrible person, this negative, nasty, fraudulent person, and now he's digging a hole deeper for himself by exploiting those people like that. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like why? Like why would you do that? You I know, guess he, I'm just he's homeless shelter. Most of those homeless shelters are usually run by some type of religious-based organization, Yeah, they let him in there? I can't believe it. And the thing is, <laughs> right. I'm out. You say, or did he just is this how y'all, like, y'all want to come here and eat? He said, because I know people getting tired of coming out here and feeding y'all and te- 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 talking to y'all about the gospel. But I, I'm going to tell y'all this, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, it's just, I knew it was going to be some foolishness when he posted Two days before they're talking about he was going to the homeless shelter to feed these people. And let me tell you, it was just like a parody. I couldn't take it serious. Michael, when you get off of here, I want you I'm I want you to go because I just follow him to get his seats because I can't believe this when he does this. Like he got on there and he was like running around that place like it was a security guard there. It was like he was literally tickling this guy. Like he was mm-hmm. there trying to get a cheap thrill off of these people feeling on these people. Mm-hmm. Them poor people sitting yep. there trying to eat. Them poor, poor people trying to eat, and he's sitting up there touching them people and harassing them people running around here talking about y'all gonna be speaking in tongues today. If I got something to do, y'all gonna be yeah. speaking in tongues today. I said you are a like clown. You are a moron. You are sick. Me like and you ought to be ashamed yeah. of yourself. Sounds to me like mm-hmm. his deliverance got lost in the mail. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he 
sure got lost in the mail. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, Seneca, I know you saw that prayer. Like, I know you saw when he was praying over that woman. Lord, bless her with a family. Lord, bless her with a car. I'm like, what are you saying? I'm like, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, honey, somebody needs to bless you with a peace of mind because your mind is gone. That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then that woman that was pouring them, trying to pour that. This what kill me. Then you gonna bring the people some cheap ass, some cheap ass orange pop. And then the woman pouring the orange pop. You sitting up there, she up here trying to get the food together, and you touching and tickling on her, and she looking like, get your hands off me. And then the man was outside. This man in a jersey. Put your hands up. Put your, put them up. Put them up. I thought, I thought the man was gonna punch him in the face. I thought he would, and and that's why he's always getting beat up. You don't force nobody to have no relationship with God, and you don't force spirit on nobody. That's right. That's right. Because I'm gonna tell you now, if I was him, I would have been forcing my my uh my fist down your throat. My that's fist. right. That's that's what because you don't you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Hitting on people, I said, and you know what? See, that's that's almost assault and battery the way he was hitting people. Yes, you thank don't touch you. people. Mhm, mhm. He's a joke to That's me. That's right. Cannot, I've lost so like I didn't never had any respect for him, but to me that just that was the, the the straw that broke the camel's back when I seen him do all that because to <laughs> me you do not do God's people like that. And nope. to me you could you could have traumatized those people to where they don't want anything to do with religion and he's gonna have the answer to God for that. Yes. Yes he is. Mhm. So I'm just, just I just just some foolishness. Yes. You know, because I I got so concerned with it because of the simple fact that these people are going there because they have no food. You, like they don't know where the next meal is gonna come from, so they're so they're going there for comfort. They're they're going there for food. They're going there for support. And then you have some excuse my language, but then you have some jackass that comes up in there, you know, to try to make himself look good and just looking at himself and and not really there for them. You know what I mean? Like they are struggling. They don't know what they're gonna do. They don't know how they're gonna eat nor make it. Oh, my, oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me stop. I just wanted to talk about that because we need to really, we need to really know that there are people out here that are crazy, and they will will do stuff for attention, and that's all for for attention, and for you to get on there and do do that stuff in the name of the Lord for attention and, Mm. and Facebook likes and validation, you really need to be ashamed of yourself. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm just so sick of people just doing any and everything just to get a couple of Facebook likes and validation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I just, I can't, I just, I just can't with him. Like, I, I really cannot do this foolishness with him. Like, I, I can't do mm-hmm. it. I, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'd have laughed if somebody mm-hmm. turned around and slapped him in the face and said, "Sit your ass down and shut up." <laughs> 
thing. I said, mm-hmm. sit down. I said, sit your ass down while eating this damn chicken. Cause he could have made somebody choke off a chicken bone. You don't know that. Exactly. That dry exactly. ass chicken. You could have made somebody choke off that. Okay. <laughs> that nasty chicken. He ought to be ashamed of himself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wanted to talk about that for a minute because I yeah because I seen that that really disturbed me. Michael, I'm gonna tell you, and when you watch it, you gonna your blood is going to boil. It's not funny to me. I don't think it's funny. I don't think anything about that was funny. A lot of people thought it was, mm-hmm. but a lot of people on them comments were pissed about that because I don't know what about what something about that just got it under my skin and it just really made mm-hmm. me mad because I felt so sorry for those people that were there. Mm-hmm. And for you to sit there and exploit that situation and and, and then yes. try to make and try to try to bring light to that and try to, you know, promote yourself on Facebook. Because let me tell you this, if you was really about trying to feed and do feed the people and be about God's business, you wouldn't even need an audience. You wouldn't even have to go on Facebook and, 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 and show show out about that. That's right. That's, That's right. That's how I know you're phony. Mhm. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I I don't know. We yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. I said that's that's enough about that Lord, because I I can go in on him. All night. I know that's like, right. Because these videos are ridiculous, but this this was just what really broke the the camels back here. Mhm. So, all right. I'm right, gonna move along. Just a couple more stories I want to talk about. Did y'all hear? Speaking of sick individuals, um. I want to talk about that. Yeah. R. Kelly, now, you know, R. Kelly is almost pushing 50. Y'all know that, right? Uh-huh. They said now he is dating a 19-year-old girl. Uh-huh. Now, let me ask y'all this. At the age of 50, what does a 19-year-old girl have in common with you? I know, the, I know the answer to this question. <laughs> Michael, if you can ask, she just got oh, is, what, he is a celebrity and a performing artist. Therefore, he has money, and she, as well as he, have in common the love of his money. And that, and he has the love of the mm-hmm. unripe, uh, unripe bananas and fruits. Thank you. I, I swear I was just about to see. Oh, you took the word right out of my mouth. Oh, I hope she brought her nose plugs. Well, oh. mm. something see. maybe waterproof. Mm. Well, that's why I said, you know what? This just pretty much incriminates him. Like people who, who, who you had all these people, and this is my thing. You know, all these people that doubt that wanted to take up for him when when that girl was on that video, um, when he got caught years ago urinating on that young sixteen year old girl mm-hmm. and people want to make that girl out to be a hoe and make her be out to be this, that and the other, this should tell you now that this man was not innocent. Like because he's still going after these young girls. 
Now, granted, this girl is over the age of 19. She still is barely legal. And what does Mm -hmm. a grown man like you have any business doing talking to somebody that young? Mm -hmm. That girl's almost, I don't, let me put this in perspective. That, I I would say that, I'm not going to say he's old enough to be her grandfather, but he's old enough to be, yeah, he has he he would he have kids. He could have kids. Her age, I just that's just not right to me. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. has a track he has a track record of um, messing with underage girls because I remember Leah. Um, they said that um, they got married. Well, it was a I don't know if it was a thing where they got eloped, but when she was when she was sixteen, he I think I believe it was sixteen. Don't quote me on that. But she was under eighteen, and they got married. When she was still alive. So my thing is, this man is a freak. And to me, you know, regardless uh-huh. of if he puts out good music or not, why are we as, you know, a community, why are we pretty much still supporting this creep? You see right. what I'm saying? Why are we still supporting him? Because he makes that good music that makes you want to bob your head, and he makes that, that freaky-deaky music where you can... Um, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, why are we mm-hmm. still supporting him? Mhm. Well, I think you know, like a lot of people still support him simply because of his name. Oh, that's R. Kelly. You know, and you know, people don't want to really focus on that aspect, but it's it's really like along the lines of of what said. You know. People don't pay attention to those crucial issues, and all they think about is, ooh, well, what's the next song that he's going to come out with? Ooh, and his voice, ooh, this, ooh, that, you know, but but if people and really the look at... And the man's telling you he's a freak. And the man's telling you right. he's a freak. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. anytime you would nickname yourself the Pied Piper, and you knew what the Pied Piper did, he lured all those kids off into the woods, mm-hmm. and ain't no telling what he was doing with them kids in the woods. And they were never to be seen again. That's but right. But I want to still listen and support somebody with this nickname and this in this mindset. That's just sick to me. Mhm. Absolutely. Mm. 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 You know, but he don't have no shame. You know, because he's like, okay, well, I'm R. Kelly, and I got that name, and I can do this, and and I can do that. So you know, he doesn't have shame. Because if he did mm-hmm. something that he would not have done, like this would not be a lifestyle. But he doesn't care. Like he wants what he wants, and it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to tell y'all about that thing that that was one of the, that was one of the topics earlier this mm-hmm. week. So everybody said, "Look at this new young first thing he got." Well, by the time he get done with her, she gonna be shred up scraps. Hello. That's, that's, <laughs> mm-mm. So. But see, right. you know that his, uh, her, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, go ahead. You know, her parents probably didn't even say anything because all they're looking at is a dollar sign. You know, like, oh, my God, R. Kelly, yes, girl, go in there and get all this. You know, it, mm. Yeah, I'm, you know what, know. And, and you know what, to me, and, and that's a good point, see, because my thing is, where's this girl's family at? Like, I know she's at, at 19 mm-hmm. years old. She has, still has some family that 
that had to be mm-hmm. in her life at some point. Because, exactly. you know, at 19, you're an adult, but you feel something, your family still has some type of influence on your life. And I'm surprised nobody around her was telling her, girl, you need to really question this. Like, I know this man has money, but this is not something you really want to get involved with because he's just going to use her up. He's not going to wife her. This is not going to be wife material. He's going to mm-hmm. use her up. And she's going to be out on her behind, and then he's going to go right on next to, to the next young thing that comes up. That's right. And like you said, but you know what? You got a lot of people that will whore their kids out mm-hmm. and tell them to go, mm-hmm. go, go get that money, girl. So why, why you at it? You drop me a couple dollars in my hand. Mhm. You exactly. got parents that would do that. Mhm. Mm. 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 And I bet you, Ooh. and I that there's something behind that too. Yeah. You. That's a mm-hmm. good point. I didn't even think about that. Mm. See. Oof. I mean, it's sad. That that gives me the creep. I know. <laughs> and then, and I know. then this man be wearing this doing mask in public, like he, like he said, like he don't want nobody to see him. I said, we know, we know who you are. We know that you a freak, mm-hmm. and we know you like little kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tricks ain't the only thing for kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that story up. Also, I wanted to jump on to this next story. So I just want to do a couple stories now that we're going to get up off here. So I just want to, mm-hmm. I'm going to put this whole episode on the, uh, on uh, YouTube. Um, did y'all hear about this one? This is about three weeks ago, but I just want to say this is something. this is something I wanted to tell y'all. As a precautionary tale, you have to be careful mm-hmm. about what you put on social media. Mm-hmm. So, this is from HelloBeautiful.com. Karma, woman fired for racist tweet about the first lady, Michelle Obama. A mortgage loan officer lost her job for calling um, Michelle Obama a quote unquote ugly black bitch. That's what that's what she said. Now, uh, the article says one of these days folks are going to realize that the world of Twitterverse is watching. A lesson that we're we're sure Lisa Greenwood, that's the name of the woman, wishes she learned before she got bold with her Twitter fingers and tried to come for first lady Michelle Obama. Which okay, this is my thing. What was the purpose? Why did you come for her? Like, seriously, are you jealous because she's doing her thing? She's elegant. She she's she's the first lady in in your this woman. You got to see a picture of her. I'm gonna put her picture up on this video too when I when I uh, do the uh, videos for YouTube when I take the excerpts out. I'm gonna put the picture mm-hmm. of this woman up, and I want y'all to tell me what you think because this nasty woman. Looks her face looks like some worn old ass cow leather, but you have the nerve to call somebody an ugly. <laughs> like, 
Like, you should see this woman. Like, it's always the ugliest-ass, worthless pieces of trash that wants to come and talk about somebody's appearance. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. that. So, according to mm-hmm. The Root, after the floated speech at the Democratic National Convention on Monday, which is, you know, three weeks ago, so we got to keep that in context, Greenwood got caught in her feelings and tweeted Flotus the following. Seriously, she said, beautiful. Seriously, she's an ugly black bitch. Yeah, she really tried it. So Mm. it goes on to say, well, Greenwood, who clearly isn't that smart, created a profile using her real name, her real picture, which prompted folks to Google her. And they found her on found her Facebook account and later contacted her employer about her racist behavior. And wouldn't you know it, Greenwood worked as a mortgage loan officer for Home Point Financial. So uh-huh. when it was brought to the attention of the Ann Arbor, Michigan company, they did not miss a beat to serve Greenwood her pink slip in her walking papers. Mm-hmm. And obviously, folks were happy about it. So, to me, why do people do this stuff? Why do you do this stuff? Like, in the age of information and technology, why would you put that out there, even if you felt that way? And to me, why did you get in your feelings like that? What did she say that made you feel that you can come for her like that? Mm-hmm. But see now the same woman you turning your nose up at Is the same woman that's still laughing all the way to the bank While your ass is frowning all the way down to the unemployment office And you're not going mm-hmm. to get in, in pretty much You probably ain't going to even get unemployment So really <laughs> you are the one that looks like a fool At the end of the day With mm-hmm. your worn out goodwill couch leather face. Girl, she just look like girl. If you don't go sit your damn, oh girl, she looks like she literally needs to go to the groomers, like not to the salon. Mm. She needs to go to the groomers, bitch. Because that's <laughs> what you look like—a straight up dog with worn out leather face. Mm. Like mm. You, you, mm. your face has more lines in it than the, you know a road map. Like you, girl, we trying to find a way to the damn nearest dermatologist for your ass. We trying to look, look, look on your face <laughs> and we trying to draw a map to the nearest dermatologist office so we can go get something done with this ugly mug of yours. Like, seriously, I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out like, why why are you trying to come for somebody? I mean, no. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't know how many of these stories we're going to have to keep covering before you people get get it. You can't put everything on social media and think there's not going to be some type of backlash. Now, you may have the freedom of speech, but mm-hmm. along with that freedom of speech, there are consequences. And, and, you know, you can't... That's why I said people get on here and post all kind of racist stuff. And it's not just racist stuff. You want to post these fight videos. You want to post this. You want to post that. You have to be really careful. You want to threaten people on Facebook. You want to get on... Um, social media and show your natural behind. I'm gonna just say it like that. 
and you expect mm-hmm. that there's not going to be any consequences behind that. And you have to realize that you can't do that because once you put something out there, you know, out there on the Internet, whether you delete it or not, people can screenshot that stuff. People people can say that mm-hmm. stuff and it will come back and haunt you. So if you're going to be, be willing to put it out there, you have to be willing to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. So... Absolutely. So what do you, you know what? And I agree. Well, I well I agree with what you said too because now here's the thing. A while ago, you know, like it it was already specified that now, you know, um, a lot of employers are even going on Facebook, you know, to try to see the character of their employee, you know, and like the things that they put out there. So that so that's already been in the woodwork, and for her to already have stability mm-hmm. at a position and you go out there and you mess yourself up just because you have um, your personal opinions about somebody. Now, granted, you know, if you're at home or if you're in your car or whatever the case may be and you want to talk about her to the top of your lungs, you know, then you can do that. But I but I agree with what you said. You have to be careful because people see this stuff out here. And you and I don't care, you know, how big and bad that you think that you are, when you put this out here, you have just completely messed your stuff up because this is worldwide here. You know, this isn't something that's, that's just private on your little personal page. This is worldwide. And, you know, I'm not going to say that she wasn't, Thinking, she she just didn't care. She did not care. Right. And she got what she deserved. So hey. Yeah, and that just go show me show you too. Like another thing, while we're talking about that topic, I I, I want to talk about stuff. We were supposed to talk about this a week ago, but I never got to the subject. What do you feel? How do you feel about parents that discipline their children on social media? Now, do you think that a lot of times is it more like they're doing it for attention's sake or, you know, to me, do you think, because I feel that, you know, the parents that are doing this stuff, they're doing it for Facebook likes and validation. Because to me, disciplining your child should be something that's private between you and your child and in your home. Mm-hmm. And to me, nine times out of ten, if you're going to go to those, you know, you're going to resort to those answers. A lot of times that's telling more about your character as a parent. Mm-hmm. There's this girl that was on Facebook called Nia Green, and her mom was on there beating her child like she's another female, another hoe in the street. Like, you don't beat your mm-hmm. child for everybody to see. And then you mm-hmm. want to get upset because everybody's going in on you, and now that the police are looking for your behind. Mm-hmm. And you sitting up there ranting yeah. and raving, acting like a straight-up ghetto-ass hood rat. And you want to get mad mm-hmm. because people are going in on you. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, honey, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. And for you to beat this girl, obviously she didn't take you serious because she was right back on the Internet twerking and doing everything under the sun right after you beat her behind. Exactly. So obviously your parenting skills ain't on point because – First of all, if a child really respected you and mm-hmm. they learned it, they they wouldn't go back and do that same thing again. That's right. That's right. Come out. 
you call her all kind of bees and and, and hoes and everything else. Like really? Like mm-hmm. is, is, that, mm-hmm. is that is that is that your way of disciplining a child? Hmm. And you sitting up here, oh my God. Your, your child behind, and, and you got a, I mean, you got some coochie other shorts riding up your fucking tail. Mm-hmm. See, I can't. I just can't. These parents with this, with this attention horn. Like everybody want. Like I said, everybody wants validation. They want this. They want people to give them. A thumbs up. They want they want some type of attention, and it's just really sickening to what level people are willing to reduce themselves to for this for this attention. Mhm. Right. Right. You and know, I'll like tell if you I what else. Say something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, now I do agree with you. You know, like discipline should then that should be private with in the home, you know, but my thing is this, you know, I I don't think parents are really looking at the fact that, okay, you get out here and you discipline your kids on social media, then they're not thinking about, okay, when they go to school the very next day, you know, they're going to end up getting bullied, they can get talked about, you know, and and things, Mm -hmm. you know, can really get worse for them, but they're not looking at that. Yes, granted, you are the parent, you know, and that is your child, and we do understand that. But really, are you really, do you really have their best interest at heart when you do something like that to them? Now, of course, I, I am all for whooping that butt, disciplining mm-hmm. the child. You know, I, I am all for it because I got it and I still turned out great. But the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is that there's a way to do it, and I do not agree with doing it on social media because my thing is, you know, like that statement that they always say, um, you're going to get it now. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but, like, where you act out at is where you're going to get it. Okay. <laughs> we mm-hmm. get that. You know what I mean? But you don't do it on social media. You don't do that. That That is so petty to me. Yeah. And do you expect your child to to learn or, you know, get some type of respect out of that? Like, you, no. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's I don't, what I'm not going to talk I guess about. I just, I never mm-hmm. understood why people feel the need to put that much stuff out there. I mean, right. the, the discipline thing, you know, okay, you know, yeah, ridiculous, but Look at so many of the other things that people put out there. It's just plumb freaking ignorant. It's like, I wouldn't tell nobody that. Why would you put that on there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing that bothers me, too. And because I know I'm like, this is the thing. Quit putting your kids out there on Facebook, you know, they pictures and everything on there. Now, I understand parents like to put little cute pictures of their kids up and this and that, but quit putting every single thing about your kids out there on Facebook, and then you get mad when some predator comes along and starts looking at your kids and commenting on your kids on Facebook, and then you right. get mad. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then when you 
become a then target then you want to be given. You know, and this is a, probably a real good time to interject a little public service announcement. People, when you go on vacation, don't put your pictures up in real time. Yeah. Hello. Because then that tells the whole free world you ain't home. Hello. Mm-hmm. And then you'll wonder why you come home and your house has been broken into. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's that's yeah. really a good point. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think that. And then also, too, when you, a lot of people, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, you know how you go some places, you check in places and stuff like that, and, you know, mm-hmm. on uh, Facebook. And I'm going to be honest with you, I've been guilty of it, too. But when you think about it, I mean, unless you have somebody at your house at all times, that's not really smart, too, because that's almost the same thing, Michael, like letting them know yeah. that you're not home. It is. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. 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 Especially a, know if you you know if you checked in at say some music concert. Well, if you checked in at one of those say I don't know seven o'clock at night, you know anybody that's on there down the block is going to be like, hey, you ain't going to be home for a few hours. <laughs> I got mm-hmm. time. But and you know what's yeah. really dangerous too is like, what if you checking in and your kids are at home? They thinking. That you go on and your kids could be at home, or somebody elderly could be at your house, and they could be breaking into right. the house, and somebody, you know, and that's they're, right. you know, some of those people that's defenseless. Mm-hmm. That's right. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we mm-hmm. definitely should do a, a show. We gonna do a Facebook or social media. We need to do a social media safety course because I there think you, a lot that of would be a good show. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And do a show just based upon like the horrors of facial, not facial, social media, because there's been a mm-hmm. lot of like a lot of like social media has ruined so many people's lives. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Honey, people. And Seneca can tell you that I'm one of those people. Mm. I'm one of those people. If it's on my Facebook or my social media. And it's something that you can see on the six o'clock news, and I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Social media will have you in, in a situation where your spouse is coming up to your job, ready yeah. to fight you. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, I ain't gonna leave that. Because <laughs> y'all, because see, I'm, I'm gonna have to call you later and tell you something. But Michael knows what I'm talking about. I ain't gonna go there. But what uh-huh. I'm saying is. Social media will cause you to lose everything. Social media is a good thing, and it can be used as a good tool, but it also has been a tool where it has caused the rift in people's lives and and families. So you just have to be responsible about it. It's it's really something that I think a lot of people um, get involved with, and they don't really – understand uh, mm-hmm. how social media works because a lot of people are just so irresponsible with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and like I, like you said, like now with social media, everybody's on there. You know, if you want to learn something about somebody, like, I'm going to tell you, I don't know how many times that I, if I wanted to know something about somebody, I'd just get their first and last name or know who 
they are linked up with or who they are associated with. And you can go look them up because a lot of, that's a lot of people that don't lock their social media pages up. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, you know, and de- depending on, you know, like, if some people don't have nothing to hide. Some people are just out there. Like, like some people don't care. Like, you know, some people, like, feel like they put it out there. They don't care if the world knows. So, but you can learn a lot about a person. It's, it's, it's creepy because you could have, like, somebody that you don't even know that's researching you, mm. and they know more about you. And, and you, oh. it's, it's scary out here. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Now I'm gonna ask you. See, have you seen that show um, on Oprah's network called Greenleaf, or have you heard about it? Um, there there was a coworker that mentioned that, but no, I've I've never seen it. Well, this well, it's a really good show, and and come, and I want to also miss, mention too. Tyler Perry is doing some things because I believe he 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 has another show coming out. It's not going to be on Oprah's network. It's going to mm-hmm. be on, um, I don't know if it's on TBS. It's on some um, new network. It's going to be called Too Close to Home, and it's going to be a really good show because. It's like nothing that he's ever done before, and he's stepping out like he's the show is the premise behind the show is going to be about this girl from Alabama that she gets a chance to work in the White House, and she ends up having an ongoing affair with the President of the United States and it was just and it's gonna be a really good action packed series, so I think looking at the trailer. I think it's probably the reason why he probably is not doing it on Oprah's network because I don't think it's gonna be family oriented show. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be something different that he's stepping out of the box to do and it's just yeah. It's gonna and believe it or not, like wow. yeah, the cast is like it's yeah, it's it's gonna be totally different, but I think it's gonna be good. But I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about Greenleaf because and I think we should have talked about this earlier while we were talking about the church. Because this show represents everything that is going on in the church today. And it's a lot of mm-hmm. skeletons that are in the closet when, when when we're dealing with, that are trying to fall out of the closet. Well, you know, some people, they don't care. They let their skeletons fall out the closet in the church. They don't care. But I'm just saying, this show is really good because it touched on issues where we do not touches on issues that we don't want to discuss in the church because um, we're dealing with a pastor and his wife and, and their kids and they all have different relationships with one another. There's there's the bickering back and forth between you know the the, the siblings and then in their own individual relationships you have one one of the daughters She's married to a man, honey. Let me tell you about this one. She's married to this man that's in the closet. And let me tell you, he's always getting on these dating apps. And, Michael, you know what I'm Uh talking about. Like, like, Uh like a, um, yeah, on the show, they didn't want to use Grindr, but they, they use one of them 
dating ass where he was looking at these pictures and she was she finally starting to get suspicious. He said, What are you doing on that phone all the time? Uh-huh. So he had to kind of go around that corner and delete that app. But to me, this is serious because a lot of women don't know that this stuff is going on with their man. Right. Mm-hmm. And the husband, he's all in the church and everything else. And he wanted to get on the wife because she hired a gay choir director. But the thing is, is he didn't want the gay choir director at the church because he knew that man could see right through him and knew that he was hiding something. But in all reality, oh. the man wasn't even thinking about him. So oh he had that on right now. And then on top of that, he got this girl pregnant, twins, but she doesn't know the bombshell yet. So we have oh that element. God. And then we have the other element where one of the daughters, she's married to a man that's just cheating with every, just every other woman. Um, He's having an affair oh. with this white woman that works at the church. So oh my God. He's, he's sleeping with her. And they're going to marriage counseling. He ain't trying to open up. It's just a big mess with that. And then you have the daughter. Um, she was in a interracial relationship with her daughter. I mean, no, no. He, she was in an interracial. Ugh, I can't speak interracial relationship with her daughter's father. And they were just talking about all the um, problems that they had and things that they had. Uh-huh. Well, we knew the girl looked kind of mixed in the show, but. A couple mm-hmm. episodes ago, we realized that her father was actually a white man, and he was coming back to get his daughter from the mother, because I guess there was oh my God. a whole, yeah. So it was it was a mess with that, and then there was a shooting at the church, you know, between the deacons, and it was over some stuff that was going on, and then you dealing with the show, there was issues of child molestation, and then you got the kids that's supposed to be the preacher's kids, where. They're the biggest hellions, and they and they're hooked on drugs and pres- prescription pills and stuff. Oh my god! So it's a lot of issues that are going on in this show. But on the on the outside, this is a well-to-do family. You know, they own this. You know, the the, the pastor, the father. He he's a shady snake. Mm-hmm. He's religious, but he's also having he has that street side to him. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's just really, it's, it's everybody has these double, like they have these double lives they're living. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really just really a representation of, and I'm not talking about, re, re, you know, spirituality. I'm talking about religion. All these people are mm-hmm. hiding behind religion in this mm-hmm. show. And, and a lot of people are upset with Oprah because she's putting the church out here like this, but my thing is, don't get mad at her because a lot of y'all are upset because it's really putting the mirror in your face and exposing mm-hmm. some of you for what you really are. <laughs> but, and, oh, my God. You know, and I can add to that, too, because it's like, why would they want to criticize her for putting that out there when you can do a blanket Google search saying church corruption and you can find Eddie Long mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. other sexual abuse within many other churches. You know, not just mm-hmm. Catholic, but many others. And yeah. you know, corrupt financial practices. You know, what? So why are they complaining or about her putting a show out there when 
Well, shoot, you had the wasn't there? You told me Seneca about a uh, show that was on TV, like it was a reality show about churches and ministers. Yeah, the preachers of L.A. and we we talked mm-hmm. about that on this on the show when we played the clip. I, see, you was on that show. You uh-huh. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And to, and then I, I just don't I don't get it. Um, and then about because they had like the, the preachers of L.A. and then the preachers of Atlanta. And mm-hmm. that Preachers of Atlanta got a lot of uh, flack. And mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it, the Atlanta one, because I'm kind of torn because a lot of people were really on there uh, talking more about Leandria Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that because, to me, I like Leandria. I like her music. I like her as an artist. I kind of like the fact that she keeps it real. To me, Leandria don't, and this is the thing, this is why I, I kind of, I'm not, I can't really go in on her that much because to me, she she puts her cards out on the table. She's not trying to be right. something that she's not, and she's not judging other people. So that's why when exactly. people were trying to get on her, at first I was like, when she put that, that Periscope video out where they said she was in her house cussing and she was drunk, at first I was like, you know, that ain't something ain't right. But you know what the thing about it is? She ain't trying to hide behind it. She ain't trying to judge nobody else. And pretty much she said, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't expect nobody else to be perfect. And really, exactly. when I look, looked at that situation, it's like, really, and I'm not excusing what she did, but really she was in the privacy of her own home. She was around That's her right. kids. You know, I mean, she was around her husband like she wasn't out cheating or doing nothing in the street. But I just think it wasn't the best thing for her to do. It wasn't a good look. But still, at the same time, I just I really can't be mad at her because at least she did admit that hey, I'm not perfect, and it's not like she's not trying to judge people. Like that's one thing. Exactly. I, my problem is it's not when people make mistakes that I got problems with, and this is why I got problem with Bishop Eddie Long because you sitting up here doing everything under the sun, but you condemning other people that's doing the same thing or doing less than you doing. That's that's when I got a problem exactly. with these hypocrites. Because you can't sit there and try to judge somebody and tell them tell them that they wrong and you doing the same thing. And oftentimes a lot of these preachers, man, they are involved with stuff that are that's ten times as worse than what the average person is into. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how I feel about some of these reality shows, man. I just really think that sometimes I think they're doing too much. Like, especially now that the, I don't know. I just think that the church, I, I kind of, I don't know. Like, with this show, it's just really showing you that the Greenleaf is showing you that these people, don't let these people, these church people fool you. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the mm-hmm. day, they're human just like you, and none of them have a heaven or hell to send you to. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but it seems like I don't know. But it seems uh-huh. like for these shows, like it seems like for these reality shows with these passes and stuff, you know, like they try to make them. Or like they try to put them on a pedestal like they're better, 
no, you're not better. You're just a common man who has um, um, claimed that, you know, he has had a calling from the Lord to go out here and preach. But I'm just going to say this, that, yes, you know, we, we all have fallen short of the glory of God, but the fact of the matter is, is that when you get to the point where you want to get on TV and you want to act like you're better and you mm-hmm. want to just act the dang on fool, then I, hey, now I can't judge nobody because that because only God is the ultimate judge. But that makes me question, you know, are you truly sincere with this calling that you said that God has placed in your life? Because for you to get on TV and for you to act a plum fool when people you know, like there there are so many people who are lost who truly need direction and when they come to churches, you know, like they they come because they want that direction, they yearn for it. And then, you know, then when they see you acting the fools and they think it's okay to act that way and it's not, right. you know, people are truly looking at you. People are needing something and with ooh, they they are a mess. They are just ooh Lord. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you know, yep. it really surprised me. Some of the past actually got on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, it really surprised me. Some of these pastors that actually got on this who who agreed to sign up for this foolishness. Like, mm-hmm. it really surprised me. Mm-hmm. And for you to sit there and to engage in that foolishness, like that, that's just right. crazy. Some of these big time right. pastors yeah. that got involved with that, I'm like, you know, I, I really have lost respect for a lot of them yes. that co-sign mm-hmm. for this foolishness because you you should know better. Like especially if you are a mega pastor, you are you should. I would think that you are at a totally different level because you're reaching so many people. You know, obviously you got to that point because you, you know, you know what I'm saying? And for you to just get mm-hmm. on TV and get involved with something so just low life, like it's just, to me, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Like mm-hmm. that pastor McClendon, I, I, I have zero respect for him. And I'm not going to even get into that because like, you know, y- y'all want to sit here and act like you so grand. And you act like the people can't talk to you, they can't get in touch with you, they can't even touch you, but you call yourself mm. a servant of God and a man of God. I, I don't respect you. Like, who who are you? Because you just mm-hmm. ain't one that got caught up in infidelity yourself, but you want to act like you better than everybody. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just can't with these preachers. I, I really can't. Like, And I'm just getting to the point now where you got the – but people, everybody needs to get to the point where you got to have your own relationship with God because messing around with these people, you will be in a world of trouble to where you are questioning your faith in God because of these people. So that's why you got to know God for yourself. You have to know God mm-hmm. for yourself. You can't go by what somebody else told you. You have to get in that word. That's right. You have to find your that's own right. spirituality, and you you have to pray to God for yourself and have that and have that one on one. Uh, dialogue mm. and communication with him because if you waiting on somebody else to lead you to God, then you gon you gonna be in a world of trouble. 
And that's all you I got to say, say about that. that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because half of these people that are trying to lead you to God are leading you halfway to hell. Mm. Uh-huh, they're going to lead you to a liquor bottle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or a joint. Not a joint, but a joint. <laughs> they, they're going to lead you to every vice that you don't need to be, that that, that the Bible speaks against. Now, mm-hmm. You know when they're running you to that, man, you know there's something about that. That's um, right. Mm. This is something else that's getting on my nerves too. Why I'm kind of almost fed up with with some of these churches, with many of these churches, is because have y'all ever thought about how much money these churches are taking from how much money they're taking from the community on a weekly basis? And a lot of these churches are sitting in some of the most impoverished impoverished uh, communities in this country. Uh, and, and I'm not talking about no storefront church either. I'm talking about some of these beautiful, like, like multi-million dollar, like, churches, mm-hmm. like these big just elaborate uh-huh. buildings are sitting in the middle of the the poorest neighborhoods in America. Have yes. you ever thought all this money that they're taking from the community, why aren't these communities surrounding these churches getting any better? Thank you. And I'm going to even say this, and I'm going to personalize, especially in the black church. Do you realize mm-hmm. with all that money that they're taking, if they, if they were really to, they, I'm telling you, all this money these people get, they we should have our own financial institutions. We should have our own like there's no reason why our community is still the way it is and it, like some of the you know, some of these communities. Mm-hmm. Like why is it that they're collecting all this money from these people and, and you not getting anything out out of it? That's right. These get rich quick schemes. You know, they just yeah. want the money just to build mm-hmm. them up and just to get what they want. So, you know, so really, you know, when you pimp church and stuff like that, and then you have people that's really not understanding the full purpose of these pastors, they're like, okay, yeah, I got to do this for my pastor. Yeah, I got to give this. I got to make sure that I get that. And these people will go without food and will go without gas money and will go without uh, air to put in their bike tire just just to give them money. See, I'm not gonna let you slide with you 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 ain't gonna skate by that one. Now <laughs> you said that they don't even have enough money to put air in their bike tire. Not no car tire that but you go to that you know how to put that money in that machine and you, and you get three you get three minutes for a dollar fifty a do- You said that didn't mean they have enough money for a bicycle tire. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> that is original, though. I've never heard that one. That's good. Well, I tell you what, and you—you you know what? You ain't lying, though, because some people, some of the people don't even got a way home to church. They don't have no way they home from the church. And you don't—you don't—you can't even ride no bicycle home because your your tire ain't got no air in it. That's right. <laughs> That's true. You're gonna be walking. I hope you get there. 
And you, and honey, and as as, honey, and some and bad, and as bad as some of them neighborhoods are, you better hope if you if you start walking, you better hope you don't get mugged by Pookie and them either around that corner. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. Ain't this a joke? I'm talking about you know my... <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just saying, man, y'all, this don't make no kind of sense. I, and I'm tired of going to these churches and, and y'all spending a good quarter of the service talking about money. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Here's something that I've always wondered, which I've never attended a mega church before. I've never went mm-hmm. to one. I was raised mm-hmm. in the church I was raised in was pretty good sized church. There was mm-hmm. nothing in comparison to a mega church. But it was a pretty good sized church. But I've yeah. always wondered, you know, in the mega churches, you know, these places that look like something out of a fairy tale or a palace. Number one, that takes a lot of money. That takes an awful lot of money to do that. Couldn't some of that money, you know, if you made something a little bit more humble, yeah, couldn't that money be used for your community? Of course. Well, then again, though, these big fancy mega churches, they ain't in no poor part of town. Oh no, mm-hmm. they're in the fancy part of town. Mm-hmm. But but gets, Michael, you'd be surprised too. But Michael, you'd be surprised too. Some of them, some of them nice churches are in poor t- parts of town, and them poor people will rush right to that church, and they will give their last dime. These churches, yeah. some of these churches, are thriving off the poor people's money. You will be surprised. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. And I guess the thing that's always made me a little suspicious of a mega church, and given, like I said, I ain't never been one, but it just seems how can you effectively I don't know, Seneca, give me an idea, just a ballpark figure. How many people do you think you can squeeze into a mega church? Um, depending mm. on you can between five to twenty thousand. Five mm-hmm. to twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's split the difference and just say ten thousand. How as a pastor can you affect Effectively minister to ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see how you can. I just I don't see how you can do it. You know, if you're trying to do, every, you know, it would take a fleet of ministers to effectively minister to. A congregation of ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. It would take a fleet of. I mean, and I'm not. I am not against a minister being paid for doing a good job, and especially you know when that's his sole uh, sole job and that's it. He's doing that, nothing else, and he's got a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not against the man being paid, or man or woman, whoever. I'm not against them being paid. I'm not against them being paid well but paid extravagantly when the very person that you're up there preaching about 
wasn't living extravagantly. You know, and you're supposed to effectively minister to 10,000 people. I don't see how that's effective, I guess. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because I've never seen one. Maybe it's because I don't understand the dynamic, but... Well, you know what? You got the point, Michael. And on top of that, I'm going to add something else to that. How can you effectively minister to the people? Like, you you know, most, like, you know, a decent-sized church or a smaller-sized church, you can get to know your pastor. But what if yeah. you need the pastor to come to pray for you or you need him to perform a funeral? Because I, I always wonder, people that go to those mega churches, what if you have a death in your family or what if you die? Would that pastor be able to even eulogize your funeral? Probably if you leave them about a couple million dollars in your estate, then, yeah, they'll probably come in and do it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, would why would you want to be a part of something that big? Because you right. will never be seen. You, the only thing you want to be seen as is a number. Yeah. That's right. That's yep. it. And the number mm-hmm. of zeros you put on that check. You put in that in that offering plate. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And now, and check this, Michael. This is this is gonna trip you out. And and see, I know you've probably heard of this. Do you mm-hmm. know now that some of these churches have the audacity? Not only do they they have the audacity to have credit card machines in the church, where yeah, they will tell that. you you have no excuse not to pay your tithes. We 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 mm-hmm. accept it online. We'll come up to you and you can swipe your card. We can come. We have the ushers come right to you and swipe your card. Now, yep. ATM machine in the church. Refresh my memory. I mean, I am kind of ordained, but mm-hmm. didn't Jesus throw the money changers out of the temple? Ooh. Hmm. Mm. And I get it It's you know a modern age And an ATM is a way of Liquidating your cash assets But still it just What really And and this is my thing What do y'all feel about people selling stuff in the church Like because I've seen some Some churches Just like like the scene in the bible When he did do that Like some I've seen churches like that Like well, you have people over here, somebody selling hats and clothes and accessories, and this person over here, somebody selling chicken wings down here on this corner, and then somebody selling um, bootleg CDs on down, you know, a little further down. It's like a whole flea market in the church. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like what's the hell is in a baseball game? Huh? This ain't a baseball game. It's church. Uh, That's right. Yeah, if you if you buy a coney, you get a. Uh, <laughs> oh, let me stop. Because my <laughs> thing is, you need to be feeding the people in the church instead of selling them conies. You need to be feeding somebody because somebody in that church could be hungry, and that person can leave that That's door right. church hungry. They smell that good old food cooking. They smell that chicken in the background frying. They smell them greens cooking in that pot. They smell that cornbread mm-hmm. in that oven cooking. And just because you don't have seven or eight dollars to give, you can't eat eat and you you gonna go home hungry. 
What kind mm-hmm. of foolishness is that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> see, see now right. nowadays it's all about you know building the church up financially. It's it's not even spiritual anymore. Mm-mm. You know, like it's, it's not even. Everything. Yes, that's right. That's right. And that's why I said mm. earlier, these churches. If people looked at it as a bank, the community should be rich because people are putting their money into a financial institution and you ain't getting nothing out of it. Right. That's I ain't right. never heard of a fin- I never heard of an institution, financial institution that you put your money in, you can't get it out or get some type of return from it. That's what these people are doing. Mm-hmm. They're giving money blindly to these churches. And don't get me wrong, I don't have no problem with people paying tithes and contributing. Mm-hmm. To the church if the church is out there Doing the work of the Lord I don't have no problem with that But right. exactly. a lot of cases These people aren't getting anything Out of it mm-hmm. The pastor won't even Shake your hand The pastor won't <laughs> even say hi to you And you're going to give your money Every week mm-hmm. See that mm. You know, Every and I'm saying this, like, I will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was just saying that um, that I've even gone to a church, um, and our church has fellowship with a church that any opportunity that they get to sell something, every time we go there, it's, it's always an announcement about, you know, how they're going to be selling this, how they're going to be selling that. And like it is just crazy. And now this 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 particular church is now uh, using the credit card system. You know, like they they have gotten it to the point where they said, forget the little machine that you go buy. They they got like a little swiper thing that you put in your phone to just swipe it. And I'm like, dang, like that is so desperate to where. You know, like you didn't even gonna get the credit card machine to swipe. You bought the little swiper to insert through your phone. <laughs> I said, no, nah, I don't see it all. I said, no, nah, that right there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was so bootleg. I did not know what to do. Y'all, I I am not playing. It was something that I have never seen before. I was like, okay, really. Mm-mm. I've seen. No. I, I'm starting to see. I've seen that though, and, mm-hmm. and people are trying to sell these. Honey, you put your credit card information there if you want to. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're gonna put it on automatic withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something else I've seen that just gripes my ass. Well, and you know maybe, <laughs> and it's about the church. Church stuff is. I have a problem. I guess it's a personal issue with it. Is they have a thing now that if you will be sure and put your information on the envelope or whatever, the church, as a service to you, will send you a statement at the end of the year how much you have given them and donated. Mm-hmm. Them. So you can take it off mm-hmm. your desk. Yes. And yes. okay, all right, I get it, I do, but I have a problem with this. And the reason I got a problem with it is, you gave that money to be going to God's work. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to profit from it? Mm-hmm. You want a tax write-off? You. you want a tax write-off? Give it to like the American Cancer Society, Diabetes Association. There's all <laughs> kinds of good, good churches out, or good organizations out there that could use the money and you know take it as a tax write-off. Go for it. Mm-hmm. But the church, so you're going well, to somehow people... profit from God's work. Well, I guess they feel like they see it. I guess when they say the blessings come up, the when the bless, now I guess when they like they say it, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. And I guess they said, I guess they want to use that scripture. They want to use scripture to talk about well, you know, when I get to the church, I should get back from the Lord. Or well, honey, you ain't getting back from the Lord. You getting back from Uncle Sam. Exactly. That's right. And I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me. I just I was raised and taught that you gave that money to God's work. You shouldn't be profiting financially from what you gave. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people that's, will write that off from tax. Yeah, you're right though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why people do it. I get it. I do. But I just, I there ain't no way in hell I'd do it. Mhm. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. I know it is crazy though. Like inside guilty conscience, there is like, mm, no. <laughs> but then, mm. I don't know. Uh, I I really don't know because this this just. Uh, I rem- I'm gonna tell you. I think I was talking to you about this see one time, and there was this preacher. Um. They did a deposition on him because people was accusing him of taking. <laughs> There's my thing about this this video. I just I'm gonna see if I can pull it up because y'all can probably hear it on the phone. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it real quick for y'all. But this this preacher mm-hmm. that they said this man was taking the people's money and he he was buying like three thousand dollar Louis Vuitton belt. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all that Did you see that video scene? I remember you telling me about that I'm going to see if I can pull this up Because I want y'all to hear this Because this is straight up foolishness I tell you what oh I ain't never God. seen a belt that was worth $3,000 <laughs> yeah. I know that's he right my, <laughs> he's like, um, You know my I sweat through them I paid $6,000 For a suit Let's see. Let's say through some deposition because y'all, y'all need to hear this. Mm. Yeah, here, pass the deposition. Let me see if I can find because this ain't no kind of sense. Mm. Yeah, mm. Mm. Pastor's name, Pastor David Taylor. He robs the poor and spends it on Louis Vuitton. This is the court deposition. This is about five minutes. It's so many videos like ministers caught in a lie. All right. Let me see if this is the one I'm looking mm-hmm. for. And let me know if y'all hear this. Mm-hmm. Can you hear this? Can you guys? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Can you hear? No. Mm-mm. Right. Oh, you can't. Oh, shit. I thought. Be, you guys can hear because okay. 
I'm going to try something real quick. Y'all. I don't know we on air. But I just want y'all to just hear this utter foolishness. <laughs> and y'all wish y'all could see what this man looked like. He looked like one of them old greedy pastors that looked like he done ate up all the profit. Listen, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. we gonna try this like this. Cause if I would have thought about it, um, I would have uploaded the audio to the mm-hmm. to um, the site. But yeah, let's do this. Okay, here we go. I'm, let me know if y'all can hear me. Uh, I, I wanna. Okay, here we go. Can you hear? You guys able to hear? Over $6,000 yeah. to Louis mm-hmm. Vuitton. Yes. What would that be for? Well, this is for clothes concerning my TV ministry as well. Oh, you have to wear Louis Vuitton? Oh, it don't matter what. Yeah, don't laugh. Are allocated to us for ministry purposes as well. What do you mean they're allocated to you? You know, in a media ministry. In a what? Media ministry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on the road, when I'm always traveling and using my clothes, I'm sweating through them. So I'm needing new clothes also for television ministry for the years. So, and so um, you use ministry money to buy your wardrobe outfit. You're it's out. called. It's allocated more towards um, ministry um, apparel. Does that go into what your income is? I'm sorry. Do you show that in your income that you got Louis Vuitton clothing? No, that's not. That's that. That, that doesn't show. Because it don't go there. It don't go there. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It don't belong there. That's the place. What's out of place? You don't get taxed on things like that. That's for that's for ministry business purpose, so it's not Louis Vuitton. Well, it's, you can call whatever you want. Well, then you had a month later men's warehouse for a thousand dollars. Were these for you? Yeah, those were suits for the TV ministry. And do you wear them when you're not on the TV? Uh, no, only to minister in them when I'm traveling. Right, when you're on TV or otherwise you wear them. Yeah, television ministry. But not always when you're just on TV. Always. Either I'm being filmed when I'm up traveling around the nation or... Then you spent um, another $724 for the Italian collection clothes Mm -hmm. in April. Yeah, I'm always buying suits. Uh, Well, not always, but whenever we need need them. Whenever we, isn't it just you? Well, I mean, because I'm the main one out front, you know, other than that, I would sweat through all of my personal clothes and they wouldn't last long. So So June 2014, you spent $3,500 at JMMI to Versace in the Bahamas. Yes? Uh, I'm sure that's right, if if it shows there. And those were, that was for closing for you? Yes, probably. Yes, most likely. So you you don't see that there's any problem when you're ministering to the poor, the sick, the needy, to be appearing in Louis Vuitton and Versace? 
Well, that ain't something I purchase all the time. Um, oh, looks like you did several you know, times. In, uh... I mean, I, I'm a very frugal person when it comes to this. I go to the right places to get a lot of suits. And if I get some from those places, you don't see that. You don't that see, I don't see Macy's. No, you don't see that you know, because Macy's don't have the kind of suits that I wear. But what I'm saying is this... These Louis Vuitton things, you don't see that in our charges all the time. 2013 and 14, you spent over, Jam and I spent over $30,000 in your clothes. Does that mm -hmm. sound about right? But what, what year was that? 13 and 14. Oh, God, yeah, because I was traveling so much and, and sweating through all my clothes. Exactly. That probably wasn't enough because just. But they have to be top of the line expensive ones. No, they are not top of the line clothes. Louis Vuitton's not top of the line? Those are not where I get my suits from. Well, you got something they, from them for yeah. spent thousands and thousands. Well, the, the belts are more lasting, so that's good. Come on, you're buying belts for $5,000? No, I mean, I have multiple belts. Not August 2014, you went to the Gucci store in Troy and purchased something? Yeah, um... What like I say, be? it probably was a belt or maybe shoes. I, I don't belt know. But I don't usually buy my suits from these very expensive places. I just get the the things that I invest in will last longer, like such as belts. So you got to go to Gucci or places like that. Well, no, this I buy those things from there because uh, they have a better TV appearance for the belt. <laughs> for asking for money from the poor. No, um, you paid a thousand dollars to Monture Clothing in New York, and then another seven hundred and fifteen. Whose clothing was that for? Where is that now? I don't understand. August first, <laughs> October twenty eighth. Total of over seventeen hundred dollars to Monsieur Clothing in New York. I don't. I'm not. I don't know about that. Well. Oh, hmm. So he buys yeah. a lot of clothes because he sweats through them. Ain't he ever heard of a laundry or a dry cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see that man on this deposition sitting up here like, man, he's sweating like, he's sweating more than Jimmy Swagger did back in the 80s when he had that confession on TV. <laughs> uh, uh, mm-hmm. Ooh, he was sweating bull. He was sweating chicken grease. Okay. <laughs> okay. But Ooh. see, this is where y'all money going to. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm this man said he spent five thousand dollars on a Louis Vuitton belt. Did y'all hear that? I just want to make sure. Did I did I yes. hear it wrong? No, you I've... heard it right. Yeah. Wow. I ain't never met a belt or a pair of shoes worth five grand. Okay. Hello. Uh -uh. Do you know how many bologna sandwiches you could have handed out in, in clothes, in <laughs> shoes, right. and socks, in drawers you can gave people? That's right. Mm -hmm. with five, do you know what you can do with $5,000 in ministry? Do you know what mm -hmm. you can you can This man ought to be, be willing to himself. Bet. I'm going to even huh? be willing to bet. I'm going to even be willing to bet that with five thousand dollars, you could probably even do a favor for people that want to walk in the door and buy up a bunch of flu vaccine, give flu shots out to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what the flu yeah. shot costs. Usually, you can go down to what your CVS Health Mart and get one for twenty bucks, maybe twenty, maybe yeah. thirty bucks. Five grand buy a lot of flu shots. Why don't you go out to the homeless shelters and hand some of them out? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And this is why people nah, take. That's why the church attendance is down. People are not taking church seriously. You would be surprised how many people are really just discouraged with the church. And it's really, you know, and it's really affecting their walk with God. So, see, what do you feel like? Like, how do you feel about that? And do you think that they're going to be held accountable for that? And, they, and do you think Absolutely. they don't? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. You know, they, they are going to be held accountable because this is a means of self-gratification. You know, there is no, um, you know, there there is no willingness to do things for those who are in need. It is all about lifting himself up and being seen. And, yes, he is going to be held accountable for that because, you know, while he is a quote-unquote pastor, he he should have been out there doing, you know, the Lord. But he's out there trying to do the work of his name, trying to get all of what he can get. So really, you know, he's 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 getting all this money from these people to go out there to be the next uh, pastor out here with the <clears throat> best uh, belts and the best clothing and things. Like that, mm-hmm. and then for him to get on there and be that lame. Now he should have came up with a better lie than that, because you're gonna sit up here and you're gonna tell me why I sweat through my clothes. Well, damn it, a, a, a lot of people sweat. So mm-hmm. you know, really, you should have came up with a better excuse than that. You know, and he really ought to be ashamed of himself. But just like I said throughout the entire show about a lot of things that we have talked about, they have no shame. They don't care. There is no conscience in this. Mm, mm, mm. And you and you telling the truth. And let me tell you this: like he kept on talking about the TV ministry. Yeah. You know another thing that I noticed that he said on there. I think they said thirty five thousand dollars in two thousand thirteen yes. and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Thirty five thousand dollars for clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Holy heard. hell. Mm-hmm. Who who you trying to impress on TV? This is my thing, y'all. That's just one of the depositions. That was like a longer one or two. That was just a five minute clip of that. They went in depth, like it was like almost an hour talking about just the different thing. He spent like all this money on entertaining out of town guests and buying vehicles and 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 it was like some say a mansion or something or something where. The people come, and he says, yeah, we use this to entertain our guests that come in from out of town. Well, if you're so paying $35,000 for clothing that, in just two yeah. years, I'm afraid to see what kind of vehicle is he's buying. Yeah. Huh. I huh. said, you, you huh. ain't spending on no church. He sure wasn't spending on no church bus. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. He wasn't spending on that church bus to pick them singers up and take them to their doctor's visit to uh, go see about their diabetes or, or, or take them up that, to that block to K. Rogers so they can go get them a, a, a <laughs> batch of greens. Mm. 
You didn't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, you said to take them where Seneca. <laughs> you said to take them where. <laughs> What'd you say? He said the K Roger. <laughs> Y'all both on there cracking up. You can't even get <laughs> You know, you know, you know those Krogers that be in the hood, the ones that you, you, you can tell that, that that they they can't be a you, they they used they they ain't part they ain't got the nice Krogers. They got the the ones in the hood. They got that that yeah. high price meat, that low quality meat, and, and that and that with the with the produce with the bugs and ate through it, and like the price of the sky high because people came in there and stole so much, and they got the old nineteen eighties cross line. That's what we call K Rogers. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Like I'm trying to. So you say K Rogers? K Rogers, yeah. Not Kroger, K Rogers. You know them, them old folks that got some got some got some child like with the white. Come on now, they don't got a new program. The first time a couple years ago, and when he did, I just about thought I was going to choke to death. <laughs> well, you know that one that's on Sixteenth and Park, or that one that's over there in Harvey, the one the one that's on Michigan oh, Street by that police station. Oh yeah. <laughs> now you know they said you smell the store is. Yes. Yes. Mm. It is horrible. I oh was, I, I'm sorry, I can't go in there. That's a darn shame. <laughs> but yeah, they they won't even buy no church bus to take some people there. Mm mm. <laughs> And it's and it, it, you know we make we we laugh but seriously like a lot of those older people because a lot of them are really devoted you know and you know what I'm saying they they really take their relationship with God and they believe in giving back to the church and yes. you know, a lot of these people have these churches have no conscience in taking from these people. That's right. They don't That's have no right. conscience in taking from these old women. They got to choose between. They medication, they heart medication, or where they gonna get their next meal from? That's right. Mm, mm, mm. Oh my god! And, and, and these priests don't have no problem in taking taking their money from them. Mm-hmm. She's sitting up here, that Absolutely. old lady sitting up in there with them ran up, them ran over stockings and them them ran over church shoes, <laughs> and she coming in there with that wig that's beaded, rolling up in the back. <laughs> And she getting her last, her last yeah. time, and that social security check. She and it ain't yeah. even halfway through the month, and you gonna feel right about taking that money from that woman. Yeah, that's so sick. That's so sick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is so sad. <laughs> that, that is so sad. But I want to say Ooh. something, Senator, and, and this is really kind of off subject, but I just want to say that, you know, that I've been knowing you for a long time, and I just want to say that I love you completely. I really do because you keep stuff real, and, you know, I really like 
yeah, you know, and because I know and I, I put really the picture it. in your mind, like I'll put the visual image because it's a real visual image that sometimes you don't want to see, but it's really the truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I like how you give us the opportunity to just talk about things that you know a lot of people don't have a chance to talk about. You know, and mm-hmm. I personally just want to commend you just for doing this and just regardless of what people may say or what people may think of the show, you keep on because I really do enjoy it, you know, especially at times when I'm able to get on, you know, like I really do enjoy myself. So I just want to encourage you just to keep on going because I think this is good though. I I really do. And I really appreciate it. Like I said, we we just doing this mm-hmm. as a voice to the community because we need to get the community dialogue together and we're going That's to continue right. to have good programming on this network. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, this is when we turn to the network. I'm talking to a couple people. We're going to really do some things on this network. Um, and, and, and and like I said, and I hate saying this, but it's time for the church to be exposed because that's good churches out here that's, that's doing right. real of the Lord, but there's a lot of them. For every good church, there's there's still a whole lot of them that are not out here doing what they're supposed to do. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick and tired of the church taken from the community, and I mm-hmm. don't see things getting worse. And oftentimes, and and that's what I'm saying with all this stuff, especially looking at what's going on in Milwaukee. You look at all this stuff that's going on currently there. Mm-hmm. All around the country, and to me, where is the church? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about no. I don't want to hear about no program y'all putting together where you just get people from the community to come up and say some words to make you feel good. Right. Nobody challenging you. You sitting up here making speech. I don't want to hear no more speeches. What's what's we need to talk about? That's what right. are we going to do to right. make the situation better? How are we going to go forth and put some legislation into action to where we can get some laws changed and get some things in motion? When, when are we going to do see that? I'm tired. I, these churches aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. These kids, let me okay. tell you something. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> these kids are going back to school now and you don't, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying all of them. There's some that's doing it, but I don't see more churches out here getting these kids some back-to-school supplies, offering programs where they can mentor these kids, tutor these kids. I don't see these churches doing any of this. That's right. That's right. Because if you really want education, it's power, and you ain't empowering your community. That's yes. But, see, you can you can get up and have these programs – Every Sunday when you got people running and, and, and shouting and jumping like some door, some zoo creatures and, and telling them to come up there and throw some money into the collection plate or on the altar. And then after they do mm-hmm. all that and you prophesy, I ain't going to say prophesy, but prophesy to them, you, you prophesy mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then Monday morning come and you talking about some money going to come on Monday or you're going to get a new job or something and ain't nothing happening. Thank you. Yeah. Oh because my last God, time yeah. I checked, the Bible says faith without works is dead. So ain't no reason That's telling right. somebody not to get up there and, and put some action behind 
their faith and, and, and giving them the tools they need to go out here and be successful in life. And I, I just don't, I don't get it. Mhm. Mhm. You're so well, right, though. Yeah. Well, this has been a really a good show, and I just want to thank you guys for just coming on here tonight. I know it was more of a last minute thing, but I think we really have talked about some good stuff, and we got some good mm-hmm. material to put out there on uh, line. Mhm. And I, I really can't wait to put these videos up on YouTube because I think these people need to hear this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. if, if, if any of these preach. I'm, I'm sorry people, if they offended by it, oh, well, because it's the truth. That's right. I'm not going to get up here and, and lie and sugarcoat because there's too much going on in this world today and especially going on with this church. And I'm sorry if y'all feel some way about it, but... I'm not mm-hmm. trying to condemn the church, and I'm not trying to come down on the church, but I'm just saying we they can do better. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm looking at all this stuff that's going on right now in the news, I see all this, uh, all this confusion and, and all this, this just all this death and everything that's going on. Around this country, I don't think the church is doing what they what they're being called to do, and I'm sorry. This is how I feel about it. So, and then you got clowns like Andrew Caldwell going to these homeless shelters, harassing these people, and you sit up here trying to get some Facebook likes and validation. Because to me, if you was really about doing the the work of the Lord, you wouldn't have to be seen. You wouldn't have to be mm-hmm. on social media having the people, and all they were doing was talking about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sick of him and his fake tongues. I'm sick of him. I'm. Oh, he looked mm-hmm. like a straight up butterball in that dorm place, <laughs> with them pants pulled up over his stomach. He, you, you, you will not believe how big that he he's gotten huge. Mm-hmm. And he always want to talk about I'm working out, I'm in the spa I'm in the gym, I'm doing this And I'm doing that I said you lying to the people Quit mm-hmm. being something that you not Exactly Exactly And you keep talking about you deliver from being gay You keep on saying it But your actions aren't lining up with your I don't know That's, I, Let me mm-hmm. stop let me get off here, y'all. Let me get off here because I I, I can't deal with the foolishness. I can't. <laughs> so, do y'all have anything to say before we log off? Or no, not right now. No, I just right. can't wait for the next one. All right, well, thank you guys for stopping in, and until next time, y'all, um, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com/ucofw. Join our Facebook group page for updates. You can join our YouTube YouTube page at youtube.com slash UCOFW. And uh, we will be having more shows coming up here soon and more interviews. So until then, may God bless, and we will catch you next week.